All right, guys. Well, welcome to the Hangover Diaries, your sobriety spank bank. I'm Jamie. I'm Robin. And we are going to be telling you some fun drunk shit show stories. Mm-hmm. So, welcome. <laughs> All, right. All right. Jamie, do you have anything pulled up and ready to go? I mean, I do. You want me to start? Yeah. Let's okay. just jump right into yeah, some funny stories. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with... What's my first one? All right. This person says... Uh, they started just how I did. They said, I'll <laughs> go with a fairly PG one. I didn't say that, but... All right. It says, went back to visit... Went back to visit friends at uni. Do you know what that is? University. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Duh. Well, so I didn't go to a university. <laughs> Turns out my friend has been dating a girl there for a couple of months, and they still haven't done it, says... Me, him, and a bunch of old friends proceed to get just obliterated. We walk to the local coffee shop. Somehow I got my food before they even got there. So I'm smashed, sitting on the curb, eating a bowl of chili. They walk in, and while they're in line, a police cruiser pulls next to me, lights (laughs) on. Fuck, I think, and I make a stupid drunken call. Run for it. So I'm getting chased by two cops carrying a bowl of chili. That's a great idea. And I'm just fucking going for it. I don't remember how it all went down, but I come to in a gravel pit hiding behind a pile of rock. It just says pile of rock. I don't oh know why. It's very funny. It's probably meant to say rocks. Holding mm-hmm. an empty chili bowl covered in chili. <laughs> I waited out a bit, stick my head out, and realize I'm not too far from the dorms. I turn my shirt inside out, knock on a buddy's place, and stumble in. They're clapping and cheering and high-fiving me for outrunning the cops. (laughs) I ask my buddy to let me shower in his dorm. He gives me the okay and leaves me the key to lock up when I'm done. Oh, God. I wait for him to go, scribble, sleep at your girlfriend's place on a piece of paper, and tape it to the wall. (laughs) Lock goes the door, passed out goes me. He was mad that night, but was pretty happy in the morning after finally sleeping with her. Everybody wins. We got laid. Yay! Good for him. That's awesome. Everybody wins. That is slow how he's running with the chili. Yeah, with, that is he didn't such even a drop bad it. idea. Oh no, he he got it all over himself. Right. Just, oh my god, that was probably like warm. I imagine this on like a cold night, and oh, yeah. it's like eating oh, some I'm hot sure. chili, and it's like. It was like so hot at first, and then you're like freezing with some fucking oh my like God. beans and it'd be on like your paste. shirt. It'd be like Ugh. turned into like dried bean paste. Ugh. Yuck. I mean, and that's not as spicy. gross as some of the things we've heard, but like I can just right. Yeah, the just for but for tonight. That the was scale. the first story. It's yeah. been a week since we've been talking about shit and piss. <laughs> if someone's listening we'll to these like back to back, then well, they've just been hearing it. But we've taken a week break i haven't even read any stories besides today like a few of them so i have not been talking about or hearing about pee or poop or puke so give it to me let's hear it i'm ready for it no now i have the feeling i'm gonna sneeze oh good Uh, no it's gone it's good i was sneezing earlier we missed that one of my friends excuse me one of my co-workers Drink too much, so not a friend. Co-worker. Okay. One of my well, co-workers. Be a friend. Loosely. Loosely a friend. One of my co-workers drank too much and proceeded to hit on her boss. When she got up from the table to walk away, he stood up to follow her, tripped, and split his chin open. The next day, he came into work with a busted chin and a bruised ego. <laughs> oh, yeah. I knew that's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh, you did, huh? Kind of. I had a feeling. 
You had a feeling. Was it that obvious? No. Well, yeah, his jokes are <laughs> pretty obvious, yeah. Bruised ego. That's funny. <laughs> one one time, this is a this is a separate separate guy, separate okay. story. <laughs> one time I was very drunk and had to use the bathroom. My friend was using the Which only way? My friend was using the only toilet in the house, so for some reason I decided to poop in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> I just took a drink and almost spit it. I finished my business. <laughs> but as I tried to get up, I fell backward into the tub and into my own poop. Oh my god. <laughs> in my drunken state, I turned on the shower to try and clean myself up in, no, in the bathtub. No, no. But the shower clean drain got clogged, creating a giant poop bath (laughs) that circled around me. Cleaning that up was not fun. (laughs) Oh my god. Seriously. That is a nightmare. A poop bath. (laughs) A giant poop bath. (laughs) Oh my god. You stepped it up this week, Robin. (laughs) Way to step it up. Thank you. Thank you. Poop, right. poop baths and all. Yep. <laughs> poop baths. Uh, I feel like I was just thinking, looking for my paper and pen. I was like, I need to start writing these things down. Because I after the, after the episode, every single time, I've forgotten every story. And then I'm like, how do I recap this episode? Because I can't remember what stories I told. That's it's so always funny. such a whirlwind. It really is. There are just so many like crazy different things that just go on. I know. It's... Uh, okay. Okay, well, do you want... You good? You got it? Or you yeah. want me? I mean... <laughs> what? You got one pulled up? Because I yeah, got one right I do. Okay. I have one. Okay. I was like, what did I just say? <laughs> like, do you... What? I understood what you meant. Thank you. Okay. You're welcome. You're welcome for being understood. <laughs> Thanks, you hear You hear me. Understand me really thoroughly. But, Okay. I went out with a couple of friends one night after a long shitty shift at my shitty retail job. <laughs> Things were great. It was actually a really awesome night. Tequila and beer was flowing, great conversations, and cool people. Well, the time came for us to leave. There were seven of us, so we stumbled out of the bar and through the parking lot towards our cars. This was when we heard it. Some knob fucker in the VW Golf GTI decides to peel out of his parking What? There's a peel out of his parking spot. They missed a word. And speed out of the premises. Is. <laughs> he headed straight for us, who conveniently were lined up like dominoes, me <laughs> being the last domino in the car's path. The douche nozzle didn't even bother slowing down. I love this person's, like, insults. <laughs> like, <clears throat> but, um, one, of, one by one, my friends barely managed to dodge the car until it was my turn. I see the car coming and decide, fuck it, I'm going to jump over. It didn't work out that way. The car knocked me about a meter to the side, and I landed on my knee and chin. Oh! <laughs> like, like imagine that, your knee and your chin. That's it? Like, just those two things hitting? Ugh. That um, sounds awful. I know. So, um... Oh. So, yeah, he says, My shoes flew off my feet from the impact. The fucking ass nostril didn't even stop the car. Just kept going. So there I lay, just hit by a car, whispering winded curse words to ease my pain my friends rushing over thinking i'm dying and i'm like yo give me a fucking moment please i just got hit by a car after a while i look up and see a crowd surrounding me one of my friends comes close to me slips my shoes back on and says my guy the ambulance is gonna get here soon you know you don't have 
but you don't you don't have medical aid so insurance i guess so you can go to the public hospital and wait nine hours to be helped or you can try walking it off come to my place and smoke the massive joint i rolled this morning bystanders ended up calling three ambulances they asked me if i was okay i said i think so and showed them i could walk limp my knee was super swollen chin was bleeding but nothing broken I limped over to my friend's car and we ended up getting high at his house the rest of the night. I got super lucky and was all healed up uh, by two weeks later. My manager did not believe my story when I called, canceled my shift the next day. <laughs> you get hit by a car. I feel like I've heard that exact story before. Really? Yeah. Not on here, right? Because I haven't I, told it. I don't know if I told that one or not. Maybe I'm did just... Did you and I didn't pay any attention? Maybe. <laughs> Well, if you guys have heard that, awesome. you, heard you get again. to hear it again, because that was a great story. <laughs> if not, I'm just crazy. I and... hope not, because if you did, that means I got it somewhere. You got other stories, too. <laughs> and then I'll be retelling more than one. Yeah, I've heard that one before. Really? Huh. Yeah. Weird. Did we tell it on here? Are you sure? I'm, I don't know if we... T- I don't know. I don't know. I don't care. Okay. Oh, well. That's funny. All right. My now husband and I were at a Brad Paisley concert. And we both got very drunk. During the concert, he decided to get down on one knee and asked me to marry him. Hmm. I said yes. And they said they were drunk already? A drunk um, proposal. Yeah, and we both got very drunk. Mm-hmm. Drunk proposals. Yep. I <sighs> knew it wasn't real because he didn't have a ring. <laughs> we then... <laughs> I knew it wasn't real and he didn't have anything in his hand to put on my finger. We then decided to call everyone in our contacts to let them know we'd get married on Thanksgiving, which was two months after the concert. Oh my god. The next morning on we... On Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's a Thursday. <laughs> the next morning, we ran into one of the friends we went to the concert with. She congratulated us. She congratulated us. We asked her for what, and she responded, you don't remember getting engaged <laughs> last night and calling everyone to let them know you're getting married on Thanksgiving? Oh, nope. Shit. It completely slipped our minds. <laughs> we had to do an official Facebook update to let everyone know that if they got the call last night, please disregard the marriage proposal. <laughs> wow. A few years later, the official proposal and marriage happened. Okay. So I was that was wondering. a good ending. Yeah. But... I was wondering, because I was like, those are the kind of people where you'll think like, oh my God, like they should probably never get married. <laughs> If they did that. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's funny. I got another one if you, if you want. Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I met this guy in South Africa where he goes to a, bo- a boarding school. Okay. So there were two buildings in which they sleep in. One for the boys and the other for the girls. And the building with the classes. There were also two small dams nearby. So he tells me that him and his friends gave money to the security guards to buy them drinks then the party starts and the girls came as well as kids from nearby farms then they play a drinking game where you put bottles between your fingers so i was kind of thinking this might be um edward scissorhands you know where you take huh. the 40s to your hands like kind of like that i don't i've never played that i read a forward and it does not oh you haven't no i've never heard of that hold on i'll tell you a second. So, <laughs> i think or it's called it's not called edward scissorhands it's called edward, edward 40 hands or whatever but you you get like the 40s like you know like pulp 45s mm-hmm. or something and like wrap or duct tape them around your hands and huh. you can't have until you're done with both of them you can't have your hands to like to pee or to smoke or like anything Oh my god! So you have to like have people help you or whatever, <laughs> and then when people get freed, they can help other people. Like I mean, I never actually played it, I don't think, but I just knew about it, and I knew people did, huh. but I never did. Anyway, 
Um, so he said it's where you put bottles between your fingers and you get locked in a room and you can't go out until you finish the drinks. So I was like, it kind of sounds like it, but it also sounds a little hostagey. Yeah, it does sound a little <laughs> hostagey for sure. Uh, but anyway. Okay, so I'm going to start that over. So when the party starts, they just, I guess they get locked in a room and they have to finish their drinks. <laughs> so he goes in and starts drinking and then blacks out. He woke up naked near the dam with a frog on his chest. And when he went back, he found the boys building completely burned to the ground. I don't even know why I put that story in there, but I think I remember, like, he just, like, wakes up with a frog on his chest, walks back, and the whole building was burned to the ground. What the fuck did he do? I don't know. This is hostage and, like, terrorist I know. He blacks out and has no idea. Can you imagine waking up to a building that burned down and be like, shit, did I do that? It sounds like like a movie. blacked out. It sounds like it could be a movie, you know? Well, it did happen in South Africa somewhere, so it's not like, you know, I mean, the rules are different. (laughs) Okay, and with that... (laughs) It didn't really have any moral or anything. It's just... Gosh. Uh, just what like you play what, Edward what Forty can Hands. Happen, what can happen if you drink? Yeah, you burn buildings down and make friends <laughs> with frogs. Frog friends. <laughs> right. <clears throat> That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm telling you, I forget. Like, I don't even know what I'm about to read. And then I was like, why did I add that story? <laughs> It's like at the time I'm just high and I think it's hilarious. Right? I, I totally, I get that. I know too, but it's a different, it's not funny this time. I thought it was funny. No, I know. I was. I'm just kidding. It's like once it ended, I'm like, wait, what happened in this story even? <laughs> All right. So this person says, I used to work for a high-end fashion brand in the UK and every year they held a Christmas party at a swanky locale in London. Oh, first Christmas story. First Christmas story. <laughs> I brought my boyfriend. We got dressed to the nines and all my colleagues and their significant others went to the event in a party van. It was beautiful and luxur- luxurious and full of important people. So clearly, my boyfriend thought it was the perfect place to take copious amounts of shots and get really drunk. Mm-hmm. Well, or quick, I was going to say, I always had this problem when I would get dressed up and be like really, you know, I'd feel really classy and adult-like and like really dressed up and I'd always end up somewhere so stupid that by the end of the night, just so drunk, looking just terrible, like I don't look good anymore yeah. at all, like probably ripped clothes, spilled yeah. stuff, like you just a hot mess and it's like not classy anymore. <laughs> but, he yeah. got so drunk that on the van ride back, he passed out and vomited. Ugh. Numerous times. All over the floor. Uh, he got so drunk. Um, and because we were in a moving vehicle, his vomit spread around with each bump and turn. Ew. Eventually, splashing on my colleague's designer shoes. Guess who had to clean up the mess? Which had covered the majority of the van when our journey ended. Me. Side note. We are no longer together. No, yeah. I wonder if that was the it right there. Oh, I'm sure that was the... uh, That would have been the it for me. Fuck that. (laughs) Nope. No, thank you. In the car. Well, like, if you hadn't been together for very long. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah, this isn't going to work out, I don't think. I will not be cleaning up your puke again. (laughs) Uh, Here, I got a puke one. Ooh. (laughs) Alright, it was getting towards the end of the night and we were en route to a strip club for some reasons I still can't figure out. And that does happen a lot when you're on the way to the strip club. Can't remember why it was a good idea at the time. Mm. 
at least for me. I'm sure a lot of guys go, and that's a good idea before, after, <laughs> and during. But um, I always ended up getting arrested when I went to strip clubs. So, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's no fun. So anyway, they are going. I don't think they make it. Maybe they do, but we'll see. We were driving with the windows cracked and smoking cigarettes. At this point, I was over a half a fifth of Maker's Mark in. Ooh. <sighs> I know. Sounds horrible. Rough. And I could feel that all too familiar feeling. I was about 10 seconds from unleashing a hot and smelly tsunami of vomit Ooh. all over the back seat of this enclosed vehicle. Thinking quickly, I formed a plan in my drunken and panicked mind. He yells, Alex, it's so hot back here. Can you open my window a little more? I've totally read this one. You did? Yeah. Okay, so maybe I, I think you came found the same cash I, I found. Not paying any attention? Because I remember you saying once, one yes. of them, there was someone denied puking again, but I thought it was in a house. Yep. Damn it. You finish the story. Finish the no, story. For those who haven't heard. I guess. Okay. All right, I will. <laughs> um, yeah, he tells him to turn. I lost my spot. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm glad you told him. First, yeah, he says, for some reason I get it in my head that they can't find out that I'm going to drain everything in my body onto the sidewalk. This secret must go with me to the grave. Yeah. says, Alex, I love this song. Can you turn it up? Yeah. I have never heard this song in my life, but no one was <laughs> suspicious, so the plan forged on. I then unleashed a torrent of bile so violent that it rivaled the pea soup scene in The Exorcist. Yeah. I finished my barf and... <laughs> I finished my barf. Is that what we... I think I remember laughing about that, <laughs> actually. And reveled in the fact that I had done it. No one knew, and I was free. We got out of the car and proceeded to walk into the club and enjoy an hour of watered-down drinks and painted boobs. What? No, I think what you remembered is... Oh, um, the barfs. Yeah, the uh, multiple... <laughs> yeah, the multiple uh, barfs. No, multiple... He said, uh... I had multiple throw-ups. <laughs> oh, yeah, throw-ups. <laughs> um, so we got out of the car and proceeded to walk into the club and enjoy an, oh, an hour of water... This is terrible. The story I've told it and I'm retelling, like, rereading every sentence. As we're approaching the car, I hear it. A scream of rage disgust. With little to no foresight, I assumed the vomit would land on the ground despite us driving 40 miles per hour on the highway, which is slow by the fucking mm -hmm. way. Mm -hmm. <laughs> His car looked like someone hosed it down with exclusively mm -hmm. post-pizza vomit. I needed an escape, so I did the only thing I could think of at the time. I was even more enraged. I couldn't believe that someone could be that disrespectful. <laughs> I entertained the idea that it was probably the loud frat guys who left before us. Those assholes. Or bums. We just don't know. To this day, no one knows with that was me, and I regret nothing. <laughs> I hope that that's the last one that you've read. Mm, I don't think so. But... Hold on. Because I... <clears throat> well, because I think those were... I only got a few from that. Well, everyone from there, you can just assume that I've read it. Well, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe, okay. but I definitely know you haven't done this other one that I have. But... Okay. <laughs> At least I hope, or I really have a bad memory. I really wasn't paying attention before. <laughs> one time, one of my friends at a convention decided it would be fun to get an I'm tying the knot, buy me a shot headband and pretend it was her bachelorette party. We ended up trading around and somehow I was the last person to get it when I was already pretty well in. So like drinking pretty well in. Mm. <clears throat> I'm a really fantastic liar when I'm drunk, and I started telling anyone who would listen about how I met my fake fiancé seven years ago, <laughs> and how I never thought I'd get married so young. I even started giving a girl who was in a relationship the same length as my pretend relationship 
advice. <laughs> I also got into a heated argument with someone who said I needed to have more sexual experiences in my life. I responded <laughs> that I was perfectly happy with my fake fiancé and that we had a great sex life. I ended up drinking three shots and blacked out somewhere for a while. <laughs> she really got into that. She did. Really committed. Good job. <laughs> really committed. Yeah. Right. <laughs> committed. <laughs> like in a relationship. Yeah, <laughs> you're so funny. Ah, oh, punny. <laughs> oh my god, you're so cute. Did you just, I don't know if you did that on purpose or I, not. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> you're just so up I just on the w- puns. <laughs> Up on your puns. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Uh, take the wheel. Right. I got The one that... Yeah, no, I'm saying oh, okay. I'm ready for the one that... Oh, the you haven't one, the told? Third one. Uh-huh. What? <laughs> oh, you're thinking that... I, okay, if you have to listen, you're going to stop me and I'm not retelling anymore. Because people okay. have listened and they're going to only be hearing half <laughs> new stories. Okay. Well, you don't tell them quite like I did, so they get a little extra That's something true, when they That's true, a little different. Yeah, and maybe their memory's as bad as mine, and they forgot them, too. Maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. I ended up getting on stage at my mom's best friend's wedding while the band was playing, taking over and doing an impromptu stand-up comedy set. <laughs> Lasted oh all of two minutes before I was booted. <laughs> oh, my God. There's nothing worse than that. Especially someone who thinks they're funny, <laughs> and they're not. Okay. He said, and, and it was recruited based off my Dave Chappelle level comedy to go and drink something like a bottle and a half of champagne. I then proceeded to raid the candy table. It says best idea for a wedding as a side note. I guess a candy table. <laughs> um, I, what is that anyway? I mean, I guess it makes sense. Table full of candy. And continue my way through the hotel lobby. I had a jar full of gummy bears and the bride's son and I thought, let's race with our pants around our ankles and see who's quicker. <laughs> Imagine a chubby... That's a great idea. Right? Imagine a chubby white kid about 6'3", sprinting with his pants at his ankles, holding onto a jar of gummy bears. God. He blacked out, and shortly after that, he said, I'm pretty sure I hit my head. I ended up being woken up by the same concierge in the hallway just outside my friend's room where I was supposed to be sleeping. I was standing up with a pair of yoga pants on my bottom half and my tux on my top half, completely passed out. So he was passed out standing up, still holding his gummy bears, I think. Oh my god. He said he woke up and profusely apologized. He said I was still drunk, but at least I remembered that part. First time at an open bar. He said, uh, I don't Jeez. remember my first open bar, but I do remember that I just would never go to ladies' night. Anywhere. And I was like, I literally, because like, I used to love going to bars. And I was always broke, so I was always looking for a cheap, you know, way to drink. But for some reason, I still would not go to ladies' nights. Because it's, like, just not a good idea for me to have unlimited drinks. Mm. Like, but I, I don't know if it's a good idea for, like, anyone. Yeah, have- well, for people who can stop drinking. <laughs> but for people who just, like, drink until they can't anymore. Like, I used to. So I've got a really good, like, a whoops story. Okay. <laughs> It's actually, it's, I just, I think it's funny because me personally, I'm so clumsy. Right. Oh, me too. I'm such I'm like a Like a baby giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Big lanky legs tripping over shit. Oh, um, I just, I don't know my own presence sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my own presence. <laughs> One night in January, I was at a party standing outside, so January cold. Yeah. And the guy I was crushing on said hi to me on his way inside the house. 
I was so excited that I decided to jump up and down, which also sounds like me very excitable. <laughs> Without thinking, just like, oh, yeah. like right in front of him. Too bad the ground was all icy oh. because I ended up slipping and hitting my tailbone right Aww. on the corner of the curb. It was one of those falls where no one laughs and immediately asks me you're Aww, okay. Oh, that's so bad, too. I immediately went into the fetal position. <laughs> Obviously, my friends wanted to take me home, but I didn't want to leave the party without my cute crush, so I decided to stick an ice-cold beer in my upper butt crack area to numb the pain and continued to enjoy the party. I'm a trooper. Hashtag college. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like college. Even though I wasn't there. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. That and that does suck when people when you fall and people do are they they're concerned. It's like please don't be. Pretend yeah, I'm like, not here. Yeah, it's like, like just like, yes, laugh exactly. or something. Like get the attention off <laughs> right. of me. Like <laughs> I've got another quick short one too. Actually, this is another whoops. On New Year's Eve, I showed up with a bottle of UV vodka and proceeded to drink Gross. half of it on a dare. Uh, on a dare. Later at my best friend's house, her boyfriend started to throw toys at me. I picked up the plastic Hulk toy and threw it at his head, but he dodged it. So I ended up shattering his balcony window. Oh my god. Whoops. The Hulk. <laughs> Hulk smash. Right? <laughs> oh my god. They probably had no idea that that toy would break the, yeah, the, the window. sliding glass window. That's pretty like, bad. How big was this thing? <coughs> the well-made toy, I would say. Yeah. Dangerous. <laughs> Little kids. You know, you could Hurt, they could hurt each other trying to attack them with toys. <laughs> it's just the Hulk. You know, like, I don't even turn into the real Hulk. Um, that was your short one. Yep. All right. So, got a story here. It was 1 a.m. in a two floor house. So, two story house. <laughs> See, it's not that retarded. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're not supposed to say that word. I forgot. I didn't mean it like that. Um, no. See, people have adulterated that word. It's like, as soon as they tell you you can't say that word, then they make it a new word, and then you can't say that word either. They said it dumbly. Yes. Or, yeah, whatever. And then, but then you're dumb shaming people that are dumb. <laughs> Can you do that? Dumb shame? We're not dumb shaming anybody. <laughs> we promise. I know. All right, I'm just kidding. We'll go back to the beginning. We're not, I won't say the R word. It was 1 a.m. in a two-story house. I'll just correct it. And half the people were there were underage and drunk. Rumor was that last month in the same house, constables, so state cops, it says, arrested and charged all of all of over 21s for having underage people drinking. So, yeah, I've got seen that before. Like, contribute, or what is it, just contributing to minors or whatever? Um, Some kind of, yeah, something yeah, to minors. Yeah, something like Distributing that. Distributing the minors, yeah, I think. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's something along those lines. So, at one ten a.m., cops were seen passing around the uh, passing around the block, and everyone gets inside. Everyone. They don't fit downstairs, so all underage people go upstairs. All 40-plus of them. Host tells everyone to act normal and stay silent. Suddenly, I see... <laughs> Tell 40 underage kids, right. stay silent and, and still, act normal. <laughs> Young and drunk, and you're going to act normal. <laughs> Can you imagine 40 drunk kids? No. Like, and then if you be tell laughing. 40 sober kids mm -hmm. to be quiet and act normal, 
<laughs> that's impossible. But you add alcohol on top of that. Sorry. You know you'd be there. You know you'd be out there forgetting too, because I could see myself being like, "What are we doing up here?" And like oh saying something like laughing, like there's no. So anyway, they say suddenly I see sheetrock pieces falling out oh of the God. first floor ceiling. I thought it was a ceiling fan wrecking havoc, but a few seconds later I see a woman's heel falling. Out. <laughs> two seconds more, and it's two different heels and big chunks of paint. Holy shit! Oh owners yell, God. "Get the fuck out of my house!" And oh, then someone what? came through the ceiling. Oh my god, how shitty was this house made? I was actually at, this was in high school, and I went um, to Melville. Like, for some reason, people loved to have fights. And it was underage, and someone always called the fucking cops. It's usually whoever lost the fight, you know, like, or their friends. Someone always called the cops. And it's like, so people, I remember at this party that people have been like, no fighting until after a certain time. I don't know why, like, later would be better, but, like... (laughs) All the old and people were like, already asleep and the one... So. Uh, this was high school, so we were all really young. But I remember being... Um, so me and my oh, friend were in the basement, and then as soon as that time hit, this one guy just knocks this other guy out. Like, he just hits him in the face. And everybody then goes kind of crazy, and it's kind of chaos. So we're trying to get out of the house, and there was chaos on every floor. And literally, you could see, like, people were jumping up and shaking. down, and you could see stuff shaking. Yes, it did not... Like, I was like, that... I was literally so scared the floor was going to collapse. Like, and I was, like, climbing over people to get out. I got knocked down, like, on the couch. And oh I was, like... God. And my friend was, like, trying to, like, grab me out. And we finally got out. It was, like... It was... Yeah, that it was... just, like... I almost had, You're, like... like claustrophobic. Like, I, yeah, I almost had a little minor, like, panic attack. Just yeah. listening to you tell that story. I just yeah. remember being, like, I'm ah, super... like, getting trampled. It's, I'm like... super claustrophobic. Yeah. I am a little bit. Well, like, well, I definitely am. Like, you fine know, spaces. Especially, like, I, my sister used to wrap me up in, like, a pool raft. Like, we, a deflated pool raft. We, like, we, like wrap mm. each other up and push each other in the pool. It's so oh, dumb. But, like, be, not being able to move your arms. Like, and she, sometimes she would roll me up in blankets like All that. All right. I'm, I really will have a panic attack. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. About start... being in water and then not being I able know. To... I'm like, I wasn't actually trying to go there. But, yeah, once my mind actually goes there and thinks about, like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to ixnay on the Robin's drowning gonna go like, Robin's going to jump out my window <laughs> all of a sudden. I will pass out and hyperventilate at the same time. That doesn't sound possible, but I'd, I it'd happen. I think you could hyperventilate and then pass out, yeah. Almost simultaneously. All right. <laughs> okay, take a breath. All right. Big breaths. We're in a big room. Open spaces. <sighs> big open fields. Okay. All right. Somebody's big wide open asshole. I was trying to think of a wide. God, ew, that's worse. (laughs) You'll take your mind off of it. Speaking of Uh fighting, at last year's office party, so here's another Christmas story for you. Not a a Christmas story. A Christmas. Well, I guess a drunk Christmas Christmas story. There we go. A drunk Christmas story. That's what I'll call our Christmas episode. (laughs) Coming up. Stay tuned. (laughs) At last year's office party. This 22-year-old kid got drunk and basically cursed me out in front of everyone. He then threw a punch at me. I simply stepped aside and watched him fall over. (laughs) Slow motion. (laughs) He ended up breaking his arm, lost a tooth, and lost a job. Oh my god. The police came, but no charges were filed as he didn't... He didn't even hit him. (laughs) But no charges were filed as he didn't make any sort of contact. (laughs) That really sucks. That's a shitty Christmas story. You're like, this, like, nothing even happened. Oh, that's why. I forgot it was in an office. That's probably why it was so, like, he lost his job. That's right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Man. So a shitty Christmas story. <sighs> that's his shitty Christmas story. That's hilarious. Was... He goes, I simply stepped out of the way or whatever. <laughs> like, I just picture this really slow motion, like, him drunk and, like, trying to hit him. <laughs> I picture, and then, when like, him going down, I picture, like, Road Runner and... 
Like the anvil's dropping. Yeah. <laughs> just like slow motion. Yep. It's like, uh, funny. Um, okay, once upon a time, back when I was in the army, my unit had been out on a training exercise. Living in the desert for a month. After a month in the field, everyone was geared up for some serious partying when we returned. But as soon as we arrived, we were told we had been put on rapid deployment status, so we were restricted to the post and couldn't have any company. What was intended to be a party quickly turned into a bunch of angry men sitting around the barracks getting very, very drunk very, very quickly. That sounds like a disaster. Yeah. Just about any infantry unit will have a handful of rednecks, and this was no exception. And several of us rednecks, so he couldn't, he just couldn't include himself in that. So. And several of us rednecks had gotten into bow hunting for deer. One guy had gotten a new compound bow delivered right before we left, so we got it out and we were sh- showing it around, which led to the rest of us um, to get ours out. And now oh, we God. wanted to shoot them, but it was dark. Oh, we ended up taking one of those foam deer. And I don't know what one of those foam deer are, like you're supposed to do. Oh, I guess for <laughs> practice, target practice. I don't practice. know, I guess. I'm a, yeah, I'm assuming target practice. Because I'm like, how is it? You're supposed to just know what deers, those are. You know, you know just sit down. <laughs> I guess for people who don't hunt. Anyway. Um, okay, so they're set it up at the end of the hallway, right in the middle of the barracks, shooting arrows down the hall into the target. Yeah, we were pretty fucked up at this point. We'd yell, clear the range. Everyone would duck back into their rooms, then twang and thump, and we'd walk down the hall to see where the arrow hit. One sergeant from New Jersey had never shot a bow before and wanted to try it, but he couldn't hit shit with the thing, probably because he was just shit-faced by that point. After a few tries, he ducked into his room, emerged with a Smith & Wesson. Oh, God. (laughs) Muttered something about showing that fucking deer. Well, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Started blowing huge foam chunks out of the deer. As well as huge concrete chunks out of the wall behind it. We all ducked and ran. People were hiding under their beds, climbing out windows. Then the MPs showed up. Somebody picked a fight with one of them. Shit got ugly, and they wound up firing tear gas into the barracks and flushing us all out that way. Took weeks to get the smell of that shit out of the beds, walls, curtains, everything. (laughs) Shit gets serious with people like that. It's like, they're like not fucking around. It's like, you're drunk and you've got weapons. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's that's always, that's always a dangerous (laughs) mix. Because I don't think they're supposed to be drinking, so it's not like they allow it. I don't think, I think that's just one of those things where like they got caught being drunk. If they would have been calm, it's kind of like jail when they make hooch. They, mm-hmm. I heard that, like, no, because, okay, I was in jail for a few weeks. Toilet wine. <laughs> but no, I heard that they you always, they were like, you always get caught. They were like grown-ass men who weigh, like, 250 pounds or 300 pounds. They're like, you know, just, like, big old dudes, like, take, drink a tiny bit of hooch. And they're fucking crazy <laughs> and shit-faced. They're like, people always get caught when they drink it because they do stupid stuff. And hooch is no just, like, ordinary liquor. <laughs> so <clears throat> I would think, like, for one, since you don't have access to alcohol all the time and your tolerance is down, but then also, I, I've never had it, but it's just, the way it's made, I'm assuming it affects you probably really terribly. <laughs> uh, it's kind of like how everyone that drinks rumple mints seems like, oh, they, like you know, so it's like, I just feel like it's more of like, less of just a regular, like refined alcohol and you're drinking just some like, Rumpelmans? literal poison. Rumplemints is the devil's liquid. Oh, God, for so many people, I've never had a problem with it, but... Oh, I, I, would, I don't I, even I like it I, that much. I think I blacked but... out every time I had it. So... See, a lot of people can't handle it. And... 
Well, but the thing is, we would be taking shots of it on top of like other stuff. other alcohol and mixing right. mixing alcohols right. and whiskey. It and... does seem like when you throw rumplements in with a God. bunch of other stuff, it, that's when it's, it happens. That equals blackout yeah. for sure. It's so weird how certain liquors do that to you. It's like, what is in that shit to make people so like always black out and be crazy? Like, if people don't act like themselves, like at least like because I think that's what they were drinking. Last Sunday, too. Like, or at least that's what I was assuming, probably. I just wasn't going to get into it. Huh. Because ah. of Monday, yeah. The, ah. Yeah, that night. I, I was see. like, I think they might have, probably because of where they were. I was like, they were probably God. taking shots of rumplements. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, rumpies. Nope. No, thank you. Well, yeah, I remember my mom reminded me that we all drank some on Christmas last year. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot. And they said they still have it in the freezer. I'm like, well, I won't be having any this year. <laughs> Not this year. I'm sure Lewis will, though. Okay. So I've got, yeah. I've got a, a drunken Vegas story. or Actually, someone who works in Vegas okay. telling. It's, it's from it their perspective. No. An Elvis? No, actually. A it's a, it's chapel a... person. A <laughs> uh, blackjack dealer? Yes. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> actually, not blackjack. This one's roulette. Well, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Work at a casino. <laughs> I just. I was on the roulette table, as a mucker on a busy Memorial Day weekend. The whole table was filled with college kids, all drunk and having fun. The table was so full of people that you had trouble seeing past them. After a couple of hours of having these people on the table, the roulette dealer nudged me and said, "Do you see what that guy is doing?" I looked up, and one of the drunk college kids was barely standing up with his pants unzipped and his dick hanging out. (laughs) (laughs) He had put an empty beer bottle on the ground and was trying to pee in it. It was hilarious, because he was so drunk, he peed all around the bottle. Oh, I'm sure. I don't think one drop landed inside. (laughs) I laughed so hard because he managed to pee on a woman's leg while she was walking by, and I don't think she noticed. Oh, gross. (laughs) Well, when you're in Vegas, you should just assume that you've got pee all over you. I don't know why. But... I don't know why, but it just seems like a thing so you, you should do. You just have, do. like, bodily fluids on you. Just don't touch your hands to your mouth or oh, anything God. ever. Just... Don't let anything touch your mouth. Yeah, right. <laughs> I called the floorman, who called security, who came and took the guy away. The poor drunk couldn't figure out why the security guards were escorting him out. <laughs> I don't even think anybody, I mean, I obviously don't know how it is to pee in a bottle, but it seems like you wouldn't have much control over your stream at that once it gets close to the bottle. You know, it seems like it would just kind of do its own thing. Yeah. How do you aim? <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. All right, I got one. This is a Halloween one. It's too bad we didn't do this during Ooh. Halloween. It actually didn't even say. Well, actually, I've done some costume party ones before because those are hilarious because when you imagine the people, like, it's like, what was the one I remember saying something about, like, then you just see, like, a hot dog and somebody walking down the street. It's, like, it's just, it adds a little bit of humor, I feel like. <laughs> so, uh, it says, me and some friends had dressed up as the Spice Girls for an event. Three out of the five of us were guys. <laughs> so, us guys wore makeup, wigs, tights, and so on, fitting each other, or fitting each of our characters. That's we looked fun. like shit, he said. <laughs> that is so fun, <laughs> though. looked like shit. I could that imagine. so fun. Especially because, like, guys that don't actually dress as women, they probably just, like, the wigs are probably oh all tangled God, up. Oh, my God, I'm imagining <laughs> awful 80s blue eyeshadow. Uh, hor- exactly. Horrible, horrible. <laughs> well, plus, they were the, in the 90s, so they actually probably did a pretty good job with, like, of cheesy, gross, terrible makeup. <laughs> yeah. Oh 
the 90s was full of glitter eyeshadow and glitter mascara. Remember those? Glittery yes. mascaras. Like I blue. Actually, I still like the blue mascara. Yeah. I think blue, lie, no, I, I think, think blue does cool. look good. Yeah. On certain people. I, <laughs> I couldn't do it. I couldn't just pull it off with my regular look and be like, that's weird. Mm. Okay. So, um, yeah. So, anyway, they dressed up like the characters. They looked like shit. All right. Before leaving the pre party. I get the brilliant idea to finish the last few drops in my bottle of vodka. No biggie. This turned out to be more than a mouthful, though, and I ended up taking four shots right before we leave the house, which I have done before when you think, I'll just take the end of this, but you subconsciously know there's a lot in there. You're ready to take that down and be <laughs> shit-faced. <laughs> so I say, after, so this is four shots right after that, they leave the house. He says, mind you, this was after a few hours of pre-gaming, so a pre-party, so you know they're already drunk. Like, you put, at that point, you usually think you're not drunk, but you're already drunk. So they say that we hop on our bicycles and head to the club. So now hold on, they're I'm they're riding their bikes in wigs and tights. I'm imagining. <laughs> so oh my you god! See these people, they must be in like a college town or something. Must be. That makes so sense. <laughs> so we hop on our bicycles and head to the club. How I got in is a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> That's where my memory of the night takes a break, and there are lots of photo <laughs> evidence. That I was indeed inside and dancing very slutty. That was very, that was very well put. <laughs> My memory takes a break. Yes, yeah. I like that. That was right. cute. <laughs> and he was dancing slutty. Because he was dressed as a woman. <laughs> he was a woman, yeah. God. <laughs> it's funny. Fast forward some hours, someone is shaking my shoulder as I'm sitting outside with my head in my lap. Turns oh. out a couple had found me sitting on my own outside and thinking I was a girl. They thought they'd help me home. They were in for a surprise when I lifted my head. <laughs> I scared the shit out of them. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> that is hilarious. Uh, anyhow, since I couldn't say much, they sat me down on the back of the guy's bike and took me to their home. So now I'm wondering, is this another bicycle? Everybody's just on bikes. They put a drunk man, like, tied him to the back of the bike. I don't know. Took me home where they let me sleep on the couch. Next day I wake up with a worse headache and they explain where I am and how I ended up there. Totally ashamed, I thank them for taking care of me and put my shoes on, thus finding my wardrobe ticket for my coat that I left at the club the night before. I knew I had placed it somewhere smart. <laughs> so I walked home in my Sporty Spice costume and wait for the club to reopen that night. <laughs> I was wondering which Spice Girl he was. <laughs> did That's you have... Uh, we did Sporty... Er, I mean, Sporty Spice. We did Spice Girls once with my neighborhood friends. Oh? Yeah, I forget... Who I was, I think. I think they had me be Baby Spice or something because I was blonde. Yeah, because we had, like, a black girl in the neighborhood and there was a redhead and we had, like, I had, oh yeah, and there was one girl with, like, really short hair and she was super athletic. She, <laughs> so it worked. But yeah, I was nothing like Baby Spice. Very funny. But I did have very blonde hair. Yeah, I've got a short one. Okay. I worked a pool party last summer. And after a day of high heat and too much alcohol, this is another Vegas mm. one, by the way. That sounds so bad, being my, out in the heat when you're drunk. My guest decided to pop a squat and poo in the back of the uh -huh. cabana he had another rented. poop one. That was a fun day. <laughs> Lots of crazy stuff I've seen involves my violence, mostly. Crazy fights that end in a bloody mess. Or men who go crazy in a fit of rage when they lose more than their life saving on a night of betting. Oh, I bet. It's I never a crazy about city that. to grow up in. Oh, yeah, but I wouldn't want to, I don't think. Um, I was, I know that they pay pretty well, or at least for, like, 
a younger person, you know, that doesn't have a lot, a lot of bills, but um, to be the person that goes and takes people their money when they win. And I was, and I thought about looking into that job because I'm like, that'd be a great job because you take, you know, people who win, but then you don't, I didn't think about the people who lose, though. You can't see my face over yeah, here, but I'm like, <laughs> gritting my face. Yeah, no, that was, that was just, <laughs> it's not a good face I'm having right now. <laughs> All right, I actually, I have a longer one. You want to tell it? I do. Okay. Okay, this is another Vegas one. <clears throat> Two young guys from somewhere in Central America come in at 4 a.m. They are expensively dressed with Rolex watches and obviously years of English classes, but no experience actually speaking it. Uh-huh. I'm guessing they are privileged rich boys in their country. They have that attitude where they're used to having servants, have never given a thought how they treat other people, and never once have needed to pick up after themselves. So, yeah, I'm, I'm sure we all... Person. Yeah, I'm sure we all know the type have met a person or two like that. It's like being, or at least a, and having them as a customer would be even worse because you have to be nice to them. Yeah. Anytime they need something, they pound on the bar and yell, hey, 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 until I respond. Oh my God. That seems like something you can tell people to know. Yeah. It doesn't matter if I'm in a conversation with someone or making a drink. They do this every few minutes. He insists on paying as soon as he orders. They order the two most expensive steaks on the menu. The less drunk one gets a beer. The check is around $100. He looks at the tip portion on the credit card slip and for a few seconds, excuse me, looks at the tip portion on the credit card slip for a few seconds, then crosses it out as soon as he realizes what it means. Uh. The more drunk guy falls asleep immediately after ordering. After I put in the order and help one other person, the guy starts pounding for me to come over. I ask him what I can do for him and he just stares at me. That would be my last night. (laughs) Working at that place. Excuse me. I ask him again and he says, uh, where's food? He ordered two well-done 16-ounce steaks and he's mad it has been three minutes. Oh, God. you don't ruin a good fucking steak like that. Right. Well done. Cringy. So fucking, this story is a little cringy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, Many reasons. Yes. He stares at me anytime I'm in sight. If I make eye contact with him, he holds his arms out, wondering where his food is. The other guy wakes up, and they take turns going to the bathroom, probably three times each, coming back sniffing, sniffling and rubbing their noses. Oh, I know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. The steaks come out, and these guys are hunched over their plates, shoveling food in as fast as it will After go. After they're doing blow and then eating in between? Yep. One guy gets a piece of fat <laughs> from the rib he's... Ribeye he's eating and just hocks it out onto his uh. plate. No discretion. Doesn't try to be quiet. Just spits it out. A few minutes later, his brother does the same thing. But he loudly spits his food onto my bar. Almost going over and into my ice. Which is a oh, huge no-no. That is. If you have to redo ever, all the... Oh my god. If you've ice. ever worked in a restaurant setting mm-hmm. <laughs> or bar setting, it doesn't matter. Like... The ice, if something goes wrong with that ice, the yeah. whole thing has to be drained yeah. and emptied. And that is a huge long, anyway, yeah. huge pain in the ass. <laughs> so yes, little, little cringy. Mm-hmm. And by a little cringy, I mean That's a lot. That's disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Loudly spits his food onto my bar, almost going over and into and my ice. And what if she wouldn't have noticed and it did go in? Ugh. He sees me staring at him and quickly puts his head down and continues eating. I guess deep down, he knows what good behavior is. He has just grown up in a situation where he does whatever he wants. They are slowing down. Their heads get closer and closer to the plate. (laughs) 
They each still have their fork in their hand. Drunk guy passes out God. first. Puts his hand into the food and rests his head on it. His brother is asleep with his head hanging, but in an upright position. I should probably wake them and tell them that's not allowed, but I want nothing to do with them. Especially, yeah, waking them up out of a drunken... Yeah, fuck no. So, yeah. I come back a few minutes later. More sober guy is asleep, hunched over More his plate. More sober plate. guy. Now neither sober one guy. of them are sober. No, they're both wasted. More sober guy <laughs> is asleep, hunched over his plate with fork in his hand. More drunk guy has moved his hand and is fully asleep with his face in his food. I leave. I walk around the bar again, and there is another patron taking her picture with the guys. Cute blonde girl has her arms around them doing devil horns. The hostess is begging me to let her call security. She gets abused so much she loves to be able to give a little back. (laughs) Security comes and shakes them both awake. As drunk guy sits up, (laughs) a piece of potato and a chunk of steak sticks to his face and falls in his lap. His hand is covered in ketchup, which he then wipes all over his white shirt. Security sends them on their way. So, yay! I'd be wanting to, like, take pictures and hope they, like... Yay, good ending. (laughs) Good ending on that one. The fuck fuck cards get what they deserve. I think that if you do something like that at a bar, they should take your picture and plaster it up on the wall somewhere. Yes, I agree. 100%. So, another another thing, not only did they order the steaks well done, who the fuck eats their steak with ketchup? Are you fucking ten? I eat ten. Well, they are from America, so maybe they don't have ketchup, and they got really excited. Oh my god, no. <laughs> they don't know how to eat a steak? No. Where did they say? They didn't say where they were Just from, c- did Central they? Central America. I don't okay. know. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I have one. Alright, so this guy says, let me tell you a story about a guy named Donnie. So I've been loose acquaintances with Donnie since elementary school. We never hung out outside of school, but we were both comfortable around each other due to the length of our relationship. I remember him confiding in me in fifth grade during his parents' divorce. This story took place at a high school party near the end of our senior year. Okay, so that's setting up their friendship. Got it. I show up to the party after consuming some Taco Bell. (laughs) It's always fucking Taco Bell, I swear. <laughs> and there's been several stories. I guess that's why they are open late. It's called a fourth <laughs> meal or whatever. So Donnie is already there and is completely wasted and drinking aggressively. <laughs> I like that description. In the time it takes me to drink a beer, Donnie takes several shots. After a while, while Donnie disappears. A couple of people ask where he went, but I don't think anything of it. I then proceed to get pretty smashed myself. Apparently, Taco Bell and cheap beer make for a poor combination. <laughs> Duh. And I feel a rumbling in my stomach foreshadowing bad times. I hurriedly make it my way to the bathroom. I arrive, pop a squat, and release the liquid curse of Taco Bell. And the people's description of their Taco Bell shits and vomit is just oh, ridiculous. Oh, God. He says, I hear a noise in the bathroom with me. Hello, I call out. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, bro, the slurred voice of Donnie speaks to me across the shower curtain. It Jeez. turns out Donnie is fully clothed, soaking in his own vomit in the bathtub and cannot get out due to intoxication and slipperiness. He has been trapped there for several hours, oh. continuously vomiting the whole time. I cannot leave the toilet due to the combination of intoxication and the liquid Taco Bell curse that has oh, only just begun. God. I spent the rest of the party in the bathroom with Donnie, reminiscing about our 12 years of memories <laughs> spent in public school. <laughs> our conversations interrupted by occasional violent eruption of bodily fluids. 
Oh, His vomiting God. and my diarrhea. That's oh. the last time I ever spoke to Donnie. <laughs> I might... love you, bro. We've right. been through some crazy times right? together. We've been through some crazy shit together. Don... Crazy shit and puke. And Donnie's <laughs> like, what? He's like, I don't, I don't remember this at and all. And then we never spoke again. Yeah, like Donnie probably doesn't even remember this. Or like he doesn't even know who he was talking to. It was just some memory of a phantom voice. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I like the bonding of that story. With those two guys. Do you have one ready? Or I, I otherwise, do. I have. Some. I do. Okay. Here's another holiday one. And I have a little. Um, my my next ones are gonna be in its own little category. Okay, so. cool. All right. We had a company holiday happy hour a couple years ago at a bar near our office. I didn't even take my things with me because I planned on stopping by for just a drink and going back to the office. It ended up being way more than one drink, which I just have to say really quick. It always does. It is, it's never yeah. just one drink. Was no. it us that was talking about, like, the dangers of just one drink? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah, because at least with people like me, That's the most dangerous like, I literally thing. Yeah. can't. Like, some people, well, like, for me, I feel like even if you're a normal drinker, don't you have, like, at least two? Because that's the point of one. I think, I, I think so. I feel like, what is the point of know. one drink? But, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I don't know how many times I've said, let's go have, you know, let's just have a couple. And it's yeah. like, well, because once you're... A couple turns into yeah. a lot, and that turns into right. too many, and that turns into just regret the <laughs> right. next day. <laughs> exactly. And then when you do that over and over and over and over and over again, after telling yourself you're not going to, that's when you know you have a problem. Yeah. <laughs> So, so cut back to this guy, and it ended up being way more than one drink. Smash cut to pissing myself in line to go (laughs) to the bathroom (laughs) and having a giant pee spot in the front and down my legs, but cozying up to the bar to continue drinking anyway. Multiple rounds of shot purchased for my coworkers later, I'm blacked out in an Uber someone put me in, but upon getting home... I didn't have my keys. I got stranded outside in sub-zero temperature. I was somehow smart enough to hail another Uber to head back to the office to get my keys. I fell asleep inside the Uber, and the driver woke me at my destination. I stumbled out of the Uber and into the office, leaving my iPhone behind. (laughs) One thing at a time. It's like when you got your hands full and you go to pick up what you dropped and then you drop something else. And, and then you, you forget. Yeah, and then you forget you what you set down. Yeah. No, you just keep dropping stuff and no. you pick it up. He's God, trying to find that, stuff and he's losing things. That is not a fun game. <laughs> Once inside at my desk, I passed out face down on the floor. <laughs> I was woken up hours later around 4 a.m. by the cleaning lady who came to take out the trash. Oh, God. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, Except that was... for him waking up and he's just trying to piece it together. He doesn't have his phone now. <laughs> so he's stuck, but he has his keys. And I wonder what you do as an Uber driver, because I wonder, like, because I know, at least because I did Postmates, the delivering food, like, once I drop the food off and I say complete, I have no way of getting a hold of that customer ever yeah. again. Unless I remember where their house is and I can go back. So that's, you know, God. it's like, so with an Uber driver, I wonder if you can, like, contact them later if they left something, because that has to happen. Because I thought I left, maybe left my key, or I thought I may have left my truck key in an Uber and um, we never actually ended up checking, but Lewis was going to see if he could get a hold of, like, somehow find out, like, maybe you can contact your Uber driver somehow, right. you know, and be like, did you ever find this? Like, but I don't, I feel like they probably can't contact you, but you can probably contact them, maybe. That'd be a good one. Because I'm sure question. that happens a lot. People leave shit. Oh, yeah. You know? Like, I'm sure. Or is that just, like, 
it's like, well, well now, it's my, now it's mine. Like, yeah. you could have a little lost and found. Like, yeah. And have let people, people pick do. stuff out. Be like, here, you want anything? <laughs> five star five star rating. Right. Take something from the lost and found. Right. <laughs> Who and knows? just don't leave anything. Right. Okay. Right. All right. So I have, like, some of these just stuck out to me as girls just being extra classy. So <laughs> I've just created a little folder called Classy Broads. So occasionally a little segment of classy broads might pop up here and there. So right now I've got a few, so I'm going to dump them out on this episode. Um, all right. So it's, it's one. <laughs> Tried to write my name in the snow with P as a girl. <laughs> Didn't take my <laughs> pants off. Just pulled them down and triumphantly pissed in them. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> triumphantly Good pissed enough. in them. <laughs> Like, so that was, yeah, not even trying to write in the snow. She just basically dropped her pants and peed on us. All right. Um, here's another classy broad. I attended a party only to find a line that curved from the outside patio to the inside living room. The line went into a bedroom through a sliding patio door. This is shortly after high school. Turns out this girl, who was pretty respectable, was giving out free blowjobs due to her taking ecstasy for the first time. Oh, God. <laughs> Although I didn't stand in line, I heard she was actually pretty good at it. <laughs> the line had at least 11 in it when I got there, and I heard it had been moving at a consistent pace until my buddy went in there and took like 30 minutes. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah, so I called that one the blowjob cue. They're all waiting in line. <laughs> um... A lot of these are pretty short, so I'll just... Uh, saw a girl doing a keg stand. Person next to me says, isn't she pregnant? Other person next to me. Oh, don't worry. She's getting an abortion tomorrow. <gasps> during a keg oh stand. Oh, my God. What? Classy broads. Classy. That was really short, so I got I one more. I actually think... Oh, okay, cool. I was going to say, I think I have one I could add on to that. Okay. <laughs> so, this one. Uh, I was having a party in my apartment on the same day that I had started dating a girl I had met a couple weeks earlier. Shortly after my brother arrives at the party and gets introduced to her, she announces that she has a trick she would like to show everybody. Oh, no. She grabs a full beer can and a bottle of lotion, then proceeds to tell everybody to gather around as she covers the unopened beer and lotion. Everybody at the party gathers around me and the girl I had recently introduced him as my girlfriend (laughs) while speculating about exactly exactly what this trick could be. (laughs) Like... (laughs) I think I know where this is. Yeah, I feel like they should have known too. She managed to get her pants around her knees, revealing her lack of underwear, before I grabbed her arm and asked her what the fuck she was doing. Apparently, she thought she could impress everybody by making the can beer can disappear. <laughs> My brother was happy I dumped her, but rather disappointed that I didn't wait until after the trick to kick her out. <laughs> that would be embarrassing. Uh, I've got more, but I'll save them. For a different episode. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Last night, I drank a bottle of wine with my fiancé while watching Shark Week. For some magical reason, I thought it would be funny to stand up, run around the apartment, and pretend to be a pirate. You know. Okay. You know, drunk things, whatever. Right. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I then retreated to my bedroom where I stood in front of the mirror... And started peeing all down my leg and all over the carpet. Oh my god. I ran to the bathroom. She to had clean... to see it in the mirror to notice. <laughs> I don't that... know. <laughs> I ran to the bathroom to clean myself up and grab the carpet cleaner. When my fiance asked what I spilled, I told him not to worry about it. <laughs> Sigh. <laughs> Sigh. I wonder whatever that turned out with 
with that order. <laughs> are they married? Because she said her fiance. Oh yeah. I don't know if they probably. You probably never knew about it because she said nothing. I don't nothing. know. I feel like it would be hard to get out the piss smell. If you were drinking, you probably wouldn't notice. Well, I mean, at some point, you're going to notice yeah. a piss smell. Right. Even with carpet cleaner. <laughs> I don't know how good you can get that out. With, I don't know. Like... My pee doesn't smell that much. Like, animal pee you smell. I feel like if you, like, peed in your house all the time on the floor, you definitely smell like pee. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely smells like pee, but I don't feel like if you just peed a little bit, I don't know if you I don't know. It. She said, she said, it's like, hold on. I eaten said... asparagus, a lot of asparagus or something. Started peeing all down my leg and all over the carpet. Huh. Yeah, I guess. Ran to my to the bathroom to clean myself up and grab the carpet cleaner. Oh, well. I don't know. I feel like... <laughs> We're speculating whether he noticed or not. We don't know. <laughs> Probably didn't, though. So I have also some that I've separated that are just only drug-related. But I figured since you get hangovers from taking drugs, it counts anyway. So I just separated them because they're actually really funny, too. Um, uh, here's one. I've got so many, I couldn't even pick which one. Maybe I'll just, I'll do two. Okay. All right. A bunch of friends and I went to New York City one night to see a show and met up with another friend who we will call Sam. Sam had gotten a hotel room for the night, so we settled in there and went to the concert as a group. Well, we all decided to take acid. Sam somehow decided to take too much acid. About halfway through the show, she screams, I gotta get out of here. It runs out of the venue. Now, none of us go chasing after her, and we stay till the show ends and go back to her, her hotel room, which is fucked up. No one went after her. Yeah. Your friend is on a I lot be, of acid. I would You're also really, on acid. I would really, I'd be really upset. That's why you need no a one... babysitter. The babysitter can tell everybody else, it's okay, I'll go get her, and then go calm down the other one. Yeah. But, um, so I felt like I was going to sneeze, too. Yeah, but you, sometimes people will offer. Yeah, that's true. I'm just yeah. saying, personally, I think that sounds boring. I don't know. It could be pretty entertaining. Uh, it could be really frustrating, too. Maybe yeah. just a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you would need another, I think there needs to be two babysitters so they can at least entertain each <laughs> exactly, other. Exactly, yeah. themselves sane. Or, like, what, well, you go there with this person, least... and you go with that. Yeah, in case people split up, and you can't tell <laughs> tripping people to do something. Oh, my God. Because they're like, no, I know I need to be here. <laughs> here are some of the funniest stories about tripping that I've yeah. heard. I'm always the one. I'm always usually one of the people tripping. So I don't really ever get to see it from the outside. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while. I'm not really big into that anymore. But um, Okay, so back to the story. She no, So none of them go chasing after her. And we stay till the show ends and go back to her hotel room. Yeah, her hotel room after they yeah. didn't go after her. Around 3 a.m., she comes barging into the hotel room saying we abandoned her and exclaimed, I was in the hospital. She rips off two bracelets, one being a fall risk bracelet, oh, and explains God. to us how she was having a great time with the people of, of Times Square, explaining to us how she was jumping in and out of cabs and playing games with people. What the fuck? <laughs> Our conclusion is she was scaring people to the point <laughs> where someone believed she needed to be hospitalized. <laughs> then her... Around 5 a.m., there was a knock at the door from her father, who traveled an hour to Manhattan because he received a call that his daughter had been hospitalized and escaped. Oh, God. And escaped. (laughs) So she got out. Wow, that cracked me up. That is hilarious. (laughs) Scared people. (laughs) Into thinking. Those poor people. need to be hospitalized. Yeah, that's so funny. In New York City, it'd be hard to scare people, I think. I've never been there, but from what I hear. 
<laughs> if you are scaring people in New York City, you should be impressed with your situation or scared or scared for yourself. So I've got another uh, classy broad one. Okay. <laughs> kind of. Okay. <laughs> kind of. <clears throat> it's another Vegas one. Okay. I had just started working for one of the better casino slash hotels on the North Strip and naturally as a steady extra, I was put on the graveyard shift. Which wasn't so bad. It was nice to relax and honestly do nothing and get paid for it. Don't we all love that? <laughs> I don't do that. I work hard. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> all right. So I clear that up. Well, on one night, about a month after starting, I was moved to a VIP entrance. And the owner of the casino actually lived in the hotel and used this entrance frequently. I started seeing him more and more, and one night, he was just getting back from an outing and saw some beautiful ladies about to leave. He decided to escort them into the casino and whatever you can imagine. About 50 steps into the lobby, he realizes, oh, these are sex workers. (laughs) (laughs) And this is when it went really crazy. Or excuse me, this is when it really went crazy. He immediately gets one in a headlock while the other is beating him over the head with her purse. And he's looking helplessly at the staff to come help while also screaming, Security! We all knew we would be fired for not helping, but also have a battery case against for helping. Lose-lose situation. Oh, shit. About five minutes go by of this two-on-one fight until the owner straight up knocks out one of the girls just as security is rolling up. (laughs) Huge lawsuit happened. Oh, shit. Another was a They're knocking the girl out? I'm assuming. And holding the other one in a headlock. (laughs) Another was a drunk pregnant lady. A drunk pregnant lady? The same guy in another instance. And another was a drunk pregnant lady. Yes, you heard that right. Came in crying and pooping all over the floor. Oh my god. (laughs) The absolute Uh. best and most envious was when a VIP came in. And he was great friends with one of the bellmen. We noticed this bellman was gone for quite some time, but when he returned, he <laughs> when he returned, he had this cheeky smile he couldn't wipe away. So I asked, "What the?" He pulled me aside and showed me what he was just given a ten thousand dollar tip to quote help pay the house off and take care of the family end quote. The same guest got a DUI on the strip going five miles per hour. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow. Those are some classy ladies yep. and classy classy workers and just a bunch of classy people in Vegas. <laughs> I have an ambient story in just because I love ambient stories. <laughs> so Oh my god. Yeah. Um I don't I just put this in here. I don't even think you get a hangover from ambient. I I don't care. It doesn't really matter at this point. These are just stories. You're story. fucked up, yeah. Yeah, if you haven't noticed by now, these stories aren't all um, anything. Maybe they we should just... change the name of the podcast to Funny <laughs> Fucked Up Stories. <laughs> Maybe. Nah. Nah. That was bad. Right? <laughs> <laughs> just get straight to the point. <laughs> Might be clever or anything. <laughs> Alright. So, this guy says, My wife used to get all weird and shit when she took Ambien. Once she started talking crazy about some little boy who was driving an egg, he crashed... <laughs> He crashed his egg. Aww. Another time she got mad at me for eating all of her chicken nuggets after she'd sat there very, very slowly eating all of her chicken nuggets on the, 
or over the course of an hour. <laughs> and once she made me get out of bed in the middle of the night because the dog was in the kitchen barking and she thought he was hungry, I reminded her that we didn't have a dog. <laughs> that she insisted that I go feed him. I went to the kitchen to feed our non-existent dog. <laughs> Turned around and went back to bed. When I got back... Then I got back all of five seconds later. She asked me where I'd been. I told her I went to feed the dog. Her response, but we don't have a dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Have you ever taken Ambien? No. I haven't either, but I just, have you heard stories about it? Yes. Okay. People, like, cooking meals in the middle of the night. Like, somebody made, like, somebody made, like, a whole, like, turkey, like, a whole Thanksgiving, like, meal like or something. I we should make this a whole, like, segment. Ambien stories? That if would I could, be hilarious. Oh, if I could, if I could get enough of them, that'd be oh, great. Oh, man, that's They're so, so funny. funny. They're, like, I would never trust taking that shit. I think my mom used to take it when I was younger, but I don't remember anything weird she did, but I think it was way more common back then, too. But now people know that, like, does crazy stuff. Like, I always hear on Joe Rogan, he was, or I forget who's, who did this. I forget if it was his mom or someone else's mom, but they took, like, lipstick and, like, drew all over the, like, this, like, a white rug in their bathroom, like a little kid would, you know, just, like, drew, drew all over. So, like, I don't know. I just hear people do crazy stuff. Yeah. Like, I heard of people, like, going places, like, <laughs> like, like, far away. <laughs> like, there was the one guy that killed his, um, his wife's parents in, while he was on Ambien, and he actually got off, what? I think. Like, yeah, he actually didn't get charged for murder. He killed both of them. Like, drove over to their house and killed them. I can't remember. What? Yeah, I don't think he killed no his way. wife, too. What I think it's... Fuck? Yeah, I swear. I could look it up right now, God. but I won't. <laughs> for next next episode. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to... This is not true crime. They tell it on some true crime oh. ones. I've heard the story a few times. Okay. All right, so... I don't know if you have any more, but... No. Well, okay. I do, but we're so, not. Unless we'll stop with this. David Hasselhoff. All yeah. right. So, I don't know if you guys were tuned in for our last episode where we introduced the David Hasselhoff Award, which is basically um, if you just get really shitty drunk and do some shitty things sometimes like, while yeah. shitting. Basically <laughs> our best story we can come up with for that episode. Yep. <laughs> yep. And if you'd like, you can vote on it. It will be up on the Facebook page. Yeah. After the episode. Fans of the Hangover Diaries. Yep. Your sobriety spank bank. Alright. You go? Um, yeah, you I'm go gonna first. go I'm gonna go first since okay. you went first last time and okay. totally destroyed. Well me. my other one I don't even know. I can't even remember this. And mine's short, so yeah, I can't even remember the story, but I know I threw it in the uh, God in the nomination, so <laughs> twenty years old. Let friends stay at the house after a party. What? Can Hold on, you lost me already. I'm sorry. Okay, starting <laughs> over. It was like sad. I'm like, what is this? Okay, Robin's story too. Twenty years. Well, it's not Robin's my, nomination. Not, yeah, not nomination. Yeah, story. not Robin's story. Yeah, right. Robin did. Twenty this. years old. Let friends stay at the house after a party. They continue drinking into the night. I go to bed. Wake up the next day. Go into the living room where I had three friends sleeping. Poop. Everywhere. Oh no, you gotta poop everywhere one. Poop. <laughs> Flip my shit. Friend crawling on the floor grabs my leg. <laughs> oh my god, it's like a Poo zombie. shit on me. He's covered in shit. <laughs> shit on me. <laughs> in shit stained underwear. His pants across the room on the floor. <coughs> poop larger than I've oh ever seen in them. And a smear trail leading away. Oh my god. He denies it even today. 
<laughs> he was a big guy, and the amount of poop was oh, devastating. That's so gross. I had to replace furniture. Oh my god. <laughs> Well, at least they didn't have one of those um, Roombas. Oh, God. <laughs> have you heard of those stories? Yes. Like animal poop. And it, like you come you home did. and there's poop all over everything. God. It sprays it everywhere. Man. I would just leave my house and hire have to hire people. Spend all of my money on people to clean up. So that is my DH award nomination. Good. I liked it. Thank yeah. you. Thank zombie you very much. shitter. Yeah. <sighs> zombie poop. Okay. That just reminded me of zombie because the way you yes. grabbed my leg, yes. when it's like, you just like come out it's like, what is happening? And yes, it grabs was very you. zombie land yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, mine. Uh, we are sitting in a circle around the coffee table. It's three a.m. The guy across from me is wearing a gold tracksuit. His hair is in a dirty ponytail, and he is telling a story about a lady he banged or something. <laughs> Mid-sentence, he starts to barf. He cuffs his hands and catches a foamy handful, but a considerable amount of vomit ends up all over his chest. Bug-eyed, he looks around the circle and promptly re-drinks the shit in his cuffed hands. Like, he just chugs it right down the gullet. Then he stands up, wipes his hands on his legs, and exclaims, You don't think I was ready for this? You you didn't think I was prepared? I'm always prepared. What the fuck? None of us can speak. What the fuck did we just see? (laughs) Right? But he was prepared, and we were not. He rips off this his filthy tracksuit, just tears it off in one complete motion. The legs perfectly snapped apart, buttons popping like a machine gun. And what was he wearing underneath is another gold tracksuit. Oh, my God. They were dumbfounded, amazed. <laughs> he just danced around like he'd scored the winning touchdown. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right, so that was Jamie's uh, DH David. nomina. Dabba dabba dabba. Yabba dabba do. That was Jamie's um, David Hasselhoff award nomination. <laughs> and a little bit of a Flintstones in the two for you. I just watched the, oh, that Flintstones with John Goodman. Oh, and I forget who's funny. all in it. The lady from Weeds. I don't know. I was uh, so fucking bad, but it's just that it really, like, I watched it a thousand times when I was a kid, so it brought back memories. All right. Well, if you would like to vote, there will be a link on the Facebook page. Fans It'll be of a poll. Your, yeah, you can yep, vote. Fans of your sobriety spank bank. Wait, fans of the Hangover fans Diaries. Fans of the Hangover Diaries. You know. The Hangover Diaries, your sobriety spank Fans bank. of the name I'm of this sorry. podcast. <laughs> Robin's having a stroke. <laughs> we have to go. <laughs> I was hoping please, we could finish please, out the podcast. Please email us your stories. We would love to read them. We've got lots of good stuff. Um, and the email address is. <laughs> I always say the it hangover. Wrong, so. The hangover diaries. No, it's not. Your sobriety spank bank at gmail dot com. That's why yes. I got it. And I up. would always say dot com. No gmail. <laughs> okay, your sobriety. Sp- Bank your bank. sobriety spank bank at gmail.com is there the email is. that you're going to email us because you guys are funny folks you like stories. us. I know yes, you do. And your stories are great and we want to tell them because yes, we, we love you guys. Thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. And we will see you next week. Yep. Bye. Bye.